this time on Slaughterhouse Princess. Bloodfest. Love horror movies? Try surviving one. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, Just the Tip with Horse Lanta. Here's the tip for you. Do you have severe anxiety compiled with moderate depression? Don't consult medical doctors. Take it out on meat bags here, like stink dick. Fuck you! Welcome to Slaughterhouse, Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Horse Lanta. And I'm just Troy. Ah, oh, fuck. God damn, that's the worst and best name for that. <laughs> yep. I thought of that this morning. <laughs> He's been waiting to use it all day long. I really have. See, whenever I do that, I'm like, great, I'll use that for the podcast, and then I just forget it. Not me. I've been dwelling on it since 8 this morning. He's been thinking about the tip since 8 in the morning. Just one big old horse tip. Yep. And this time we watched Blood Fest. We either just lost or gained a bunch of listeners. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't imagine us ever gaining a bunch of listeners. But yes, Blood Fest was suggested to us by Mr. Green. Thank yeah, you, Mr. Blood Green, Fest, for suggesting. Mr. Green, all that mess. Yeah. So, Chris, how does the Blood Fest start? Read your book about John Amplis. Well, we start with a, a youth. A youth? Him and his a mom. Blonde, a blonde, curly-headed youth. Yeah. And they're watching black and white horror film. A blonde? I'm looking for David Davidson. <laughs> Presumably Dracula? Yeah, it was. That they were watching? It was Bella Gaglosi. Yep, Bella Gaglosi. Who we saw in The Black Cat. It's true. And they're uh, bonding over horror films. Bonding. Yes, mother and son are bonding. They're going to bond so hard. No, this isn't Pornhub. Oh, sorry. They're also not, she's also not his stepmom. Sorry, she wasn't stuck in a dryer. No, <laughs> or under a coffee table. Yeah. Or a window. <laughs> I've got problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell people, though. It's I lack the social <laughs> skills. Yeah, I know, that's clear. <laughs> hmm. So, how does this... So, so, they're watching a horror movie, Chris. Uh-huh. And, and then uh, mom goes to the kitchen for, I don't know, snacks or something. Chocolate milk, you fucking dumbass. What the hell's the matter with you? I'm going to punch you. Who drinks chocolate milk while watching horror movies? Beer. We drink beer. Yeah. And Mr. Boston's. Yeah. Yeah. I drink beer. Listeners, if you want a fine vodka... Buy anything but Mr. Botston. Botston's. Yeah. If you <laughs> want Botstons. Mr. Botston's, get some. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's bad for your parts. Mr. Boston, <laughs> it's always sort of good. <laughs> Mr. Boston's, it's pretty much just poison. It'll degrease your mechanical parts. It'll eat your liver. For lunch. Mr. Boston's. Oops. Sorry. Do you want your kidneys to hurt in the morning? 
drink some Mr. Boston's. Mr. Boston's for when you really want to dox yourself. No, I did that once before, thanks. <laughs> I had to apologize to Chris. I don't want to relive that hell. But you did it after drinking Mr. Boston's. After I drank so much Mr. Boston's. And then you made Chris drink Mr. Boston's on air because you were tormenting him so much. I he needed to drink the pain away. It's <laughs> true. He didn't protect his beer properly, so I stole it. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the thing I had to do. Well, you should have by now. No, because this actually never came up. You dumbass. It's come up twice! The last couple of weeks. No! Mm -hmm. Three weeks ago, I drank your beer. Uh-huh. Two weeks ago... You drank you my beer. No, shut up. You protected your beer. A week ago, you forgot to protect your beer. So I drank it. And listeners, we'll find out this week what happens next. Yeah, stay tuned for the next installment of this riveting... We'll bullshit. see how well he protects his beer this time. Yep. Anyway. So she goes to make chocolate popcorn or something. Yeah, yeah. pop chocolate. And, uh... The light won't come on in the kitchen, even though every other thing in the kitchen is well lit. Yep. And, uh... The kitchen itself is well lit, the light on the stove is still on, and the fridge light worked. Yep. Yeah. And then Mask... The killer uh, took the light bulb. Mask the, guy shows up with a knife. After yeah, he's he got a, the light a red mask and a hoodie. And yeah. And a knife. And a kid wanders in after mom I like, got got... I, no, I like though, like, uh, he, like he hears something in there. He waits a little bit. Mom doesn't come out, so he starts heading door. He's like, "Mom, he's like, don't jump out and scare me," which I kind of like because he's like, "I can watch horror movies with you. That's fine." But what I can't do is like deal with like horror, like scary shit in real life. So please don't jump out and scare me. It's fair. Yeah, but so instead, he opens up the door and sees his mom lying dead on the floor. Yeah. And uh, mask guy standing there. Yep. And uh, kid is frozen, you know, on account of mask guy and knife and dead mom and all. Yeah, you know, his brain just shut down. And uh, his dad just busts in the room and puts two in the guy. Busts. Well, yeah, puts two in the guy. Goes over the body, tells the kid to look away, then puts one in his head just to make sure he's down. Yeah, I mean. Props for the uh, efficiency of that whole thing. You gotta yeah. hit him with the old triple tap. He's a combat psychiatrist, apparently. Yeah, that's something that always happens when, whenever the wife and myself were watching a horror movie. Typically, when somebody goes down, one of us yells, finish the job, goddammit. <laughs> because, like, finish the fucking job, goddammit. Like, just do it. Oh, I hit him with this feather duster and he fell down. I'm sure that'll end this fucking ordeal. Nope. Keep going until you bring back nothing but goo. Maybe feather <laughs> dusters was his only weakness. Well, then keep going until you bring back nothing but feather duster goo. He's deathly allergic to goose feathers. It's possible. Yeah. I only use... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. There's, a, yeah. There's, a, there's only like three kinds of birds. What? So I can understand why you couldn't pull one down. Peacock. There you go. That's a bird. You it's did the it. only bird that has P and cock in the name of it. Yeah, well. It's maybe the only bird sung about by uh, 
Oh, what the fuck is her name? Little John. No. I was going R. Kelly, but... No, the one who married uh, Russell Brand for a while. Katy Perry? Those are Yes. Cat. Yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah, I like that song. The Baby, You're a Peacock. <laughs> uh, no, it's something about her wanting to see your peacock cock cock is the lyric. Now give me that pee cock. Um, weird. Um. <laughs> uh, how about you give us more? So, yeah, so then we cut to the credits. Yeah, they're fine. They're credits, whatever. And the kid has room full of horror memorabilia. Yeah, he wakes up in modern day. Fake horror memorabilia. Yeah, he wakes up in modern day with dark hair, dark straight hair. Yeah. Instead of blonde curly hair. Definitely a thing that happens because genetics. And I and I believe I described him as he looks like Adam Scott and Frankie Muniz fucked. Yeah. I would have rather watched that. Uh, <laughs> no. Yep. Both of them wearing GoPros with the split screen. That's what I want. <laughs> that just sounds hard to follow. No, it doesn't. It's real easy and hard. Oh, gross. Um, uh, you, just, you can just slide right into it, Chris. It's fine. Hey, I'm not here to yuck your yum, but uh, you know, I don't want any part of it. Yeah. No, but the kid's the kid's face just looks like it's like one part Frankie Muniz, one part Adam Scott. Don't ball up your fist at me. It's not at you. Don't ball up your fist. And uh, he's super excited. Kid is. Well, not kid, I guess. Teen. Teenager? Yeah. So Frankie Munez, Frankie Scott. Yep. He's excited because he's going to go to Bloodfest. How excited was he? Uh, fairly. Oh. He was. He woke up and was not visibly erect, so I was confused. He wasn't too excited, just excited enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his sister says that Bloodfest is going to suck. How excited yeah. was she? Uh, not but she at calls all. it. She calls it Blood Feast at one point at the beginning too, which was, you know, because so she couldn't even get the name right. Yeah, and then he. What uh, a dumbass. He he tells her that Blood Feast was actually a movie from like the seventies, I think. Yeah. Which he's right, it is. So that's funny to me. Yeah. He's Here. like, Blood Fest is the most horrifying thing to ever exist. Ah, Blood like Feast is a movie and such. Yeah, 700 acres, apparently, this Blood Fest is. <laughs> Which is fucking bananas. Yeah. You're fucking a banana. Right now. Right in front of me, and I, I like it, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's better than you being certain that you don't like it. I don't not like it. It's the best I could have hoped for. And, uh, but his dad won't let him go to Bloodfest because his dad is very against uh, the horror films on account of the mom getting killed thing. By one of his clients. Yeah. Because it turns out that he's uh, one of them brain doctors. Yeah, old Red Face McGuimon was uh, one of the dad's crazy folk. Yep. So he, yeah, uh, I don't really know how to respond to that one. <laughs> yeah, Guyman. I find when whenever you're unsure, you just act like it didn't happen and keep moving. That's <laughs> how almost all the other sides of all of my conversations go. 
It says uh, a lot about your conversation skills. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so Frank uh. Scott heads to the uh, last remaining goddamn DVD rental store in the world. And they had every DVD ever. So many yeah. DVDs. And they had them broken up by, like, Japan, Latin America, Cult. ODV. Chris yeah, we, knows. We did say that that the dad took away his Bloodfest band, right? Oh yeah, he cut his Bloodfest band. Yeah, which had so you're uh, not going because I have a I have a uh, interview on TV today talking about how terrible horror movies are, and my whole family feels the same way, right? <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't realize that kid's got like a bunch of posters and shit hanging up in his room and masks and all that bullshit. Yep. Post for the Arborist Four, and uh, the kid is very sad on yes. account of he can't go to the Blood Fest. I mean, he did really want to go to the Blood Fest, and he meets up with his friends at DVD place. Yep. Well, he works with one of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, pigtails. The, the yeah, the girl known as Sam. Sam McPigtails. Yeah, and their friend, Spider-Man's, shows up. (laughs) Krill is his name in the movie. He's Ned in Spider-Man. He also apparently is playing a vampire on a sci-fi show right now. Stupid sexy Flanders. Yep. And he was talking about how he hacked some source code for some video game and gave himself all kinds of buffs and then posted it on YouTube. Yeah. Which, I guess this is 2018... Maybe Twitch wasn't quite as popular then. Yeah. But it would have been Twitch today. Well, you don't really post videos on Twist. Twist. Twitch. No, but you post you you stream yourself playing with all the mo- with all the changes you made. Yeah. And then it save you can save the video. And uh they come up with a plan to get Frankie Scott into the Blood Fest, and he's gonna call uh, his his ex girlfriend. Yeah, it's unclear what their relationship is. I think that lady he knows. It's implied ex girlfriend. Yeah, uh, coming actress. Their words. Yeah, coming. Yes, she's not just up and coming. She's coming. Yeah, actively right now, and uh, across that couch, all across it. She is right over top of mine. Gross. You. She is in a new horror film that's coming out, like Bird Nest or some shit. Yeah. Bird, Nest. Bird the Dust. Cr- crow's Nest or something. I don't know. Crow's Dust. It's not the Crows Have Eyes because that would be a better movie. And uh, Crow Lust. She says that she'll get him in. It's all good. So, One of the best part is. The, the bit, though, is that he's talking to her and he's kind of beating around the bush and then then sexy, stupid Flanders is like, uh, why doesn't he just ask her? And Pigtails is like, oh, no, he's too proud. Like, he's not going to just come out and ask her for it. And then he drops to his knees and says, this is literally me on my knees, snaps a photo of himself, sends it to her, asking you for tickets. You get that? See, I'm on my knees asking you for a ticket. <laughs> and she's like, never mind. <laughs> he's not that proud. <laughs> 
it's a good bit. Yeah, they have a bunch of good bits in this movie. So they uh they head to the blood fest. They get in just in time. Yes, they get there. Yeah, because they're the last ones to enter. Apparently, because the at grounds. exactly time they lock the gates. Well, it's sundown. Time they, o'clock. Yep, they, they did. Suppose that you have to be there before sundown, and they're there well before sundown. But they just close the doors after them anyway. Yeah. And then apparently that's not even Bloodfest. That's just like the pre-entrance because then they have to go in further to like get scanned in. It was a big place, bro. I mean, because they they walk in and it's light out, and then they show like a bunch like a shopping montage, and then they uh, show them getting like scanned in with their wristbands. Yeah, <laughs> all the way in. Except for. Uh... Frankie Scott ain't got no wristband. Nope, but he he's here because he knows someone. <gasps> oh, there she is. Yeah, and she's with the director of the movie. Her name is Topless Girl Four. In the movie, or in the in the whatever the crow's nest or the fuck it's called. Crow's dust. Yeah, she would hell's kill nest. Me, topless crow girl three. lust. Yeah, and uh, her the director's name is Lenjamin Kane. Fuck that guy. That guy's a piece of work, just like Chris. And he vapes a lot. Just like Chris. Constantly. Chris is always vaping. I analog vape. Yeah. It's, Chris likes metals in his lungs. They're not going to get in there otherwise. That's metal in your lungs. <laughs> is that your dancing? No, that's from the YouTube ads. That's so metal. In your lungs. In your lungs. Now, the only the only ones I know are the ones from uh, WWE. So you have like Big E telling you that you know you can get mud on your lungs. No, there's a guy on YouTube that says it, and there's like a metal monster and stuff. And... It's metal in your lungs. Cool. Shut up. People you don't know that, anything like about thing. nothing. Oh man, day old IPA. Whew. I realized that I hadn't finished one off. I Scrap. picked it up. You grabbed the wrong one there, buddy? Yeah. Oh, mm. I did that one time, but it was like a week-old beer, and Ooh. I still taste it. I mean, I'm going to finish it, because why waste it? But fuck. I make bad life choices sometimes. It's just gotten more activated. <laughs> you can really taste the growth. You can really can taste, taste the activation. You can really taste the oxidation. So, uh... So, uh... Bloodfest is kicking off with the big intro show. Yeah, and there's a countdown, even though I have no idea how they knew there was a countdown based on anything happening on the stage. Everybody was excited, though. Yeah. And then out comes Top Hat. Yep. And Top Hat is the uh, ringleader of this whole thing. He's the guy, you know what I mean? Like, the guy with the stuff... Yeah, he's well. He's got the top hat. He's got the beard. He's got, he's got the top cane. Hat, with a, he's a guy. Got a cane with a skull on the top of it, like a little metal skull. He's got a jacket. It was chilly. Best. Yeah, he's dressed to the nines. You're dressed to the nines. Absolutely. Why is no one ever dressed to the tens? Or the fifteens? Why, why settle for a nine when you can be a ten? Because settling is easier than trying. Oh, that's fair. No, I can get behind that. Yeah, just ask my wife. 
<laughs> and my wife. And my wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. And uh, he goes into a little spiel. Horror is dead. Yeah, it's uh, it used to be alive, dangerous, and edgy, and the fringes, man. But now it's all watered down and safe. Our vampires sparkle. Yeah, and I'm like sick ass Twilight burn in 2018, assholes. Yeah, our zombies are in soap operas, which I think is a burn on that Nicholas Holt, Teresa Palmer movie. Uh, Warm Bodies. I don't know that one. Maybe Walking Dead. Maybe. I could see that. I don't feel like those zombies actually star in it, though. They're just kind of background noise most of the time. Chris's nipples are huge. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Non sequitur, but okay. Um, Which dinner plates? It'd be weirder if one of them was huge and one of them wasn't. Yeah, it's weird. My nipples are huge. My aerial is totally normal size. Everything that should be small is big, and everything that's supposed to be big is small. It's so weird. Chris has the biggest ass a white guy has ever had. Yep. Big, fat ass, tiny hands. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Uh I want to say something, but I won't because someone will murder me. So we'll continue on now. I will. Um, yeah, I I'll was talk- also going to say something, but it was not great. Say <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Coward. That is between huh? me and the Lord. Yep. <laughs> if anybody ever tells you to go fuck yourself, you look them dead in the eye and say, fuck me yourself, you coward. Oh, no, we'll get to that in a, bit, in a few minutes here, Hotland, Hot oh, Horse Angela. I'm a horse. <laughs> uh, yep, you sure are, buddy. With or without feathers, he's still a horse. I'm a featherless horse. One of those weird ones. No feathers, all tip. Uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, so he's like, we're going to make horror scary again, and we're going to make a movie, and the guys, and then, uh, the guy's like, when do you start shooting? He's like, we're already shooting, folks. And then he brings out uh, the the star of the movie, who he calls Red, who is dressed up like the killer who killed his the uh, Adam Scott's or I'm sorry, Frankie Scott's mom. <laughs> and Frankie Scott was like, oh, nah, family. And they call up to beautiful young women up to the stage for them to quote unquote, for the killer to quote unquote kill in front of everybody. And the killer just turns and like slices one's throat and then slices the other abdomen, other one's abdomen twice. And they just kind of like fall over dead, fall over dead. And everyone's like, got the kind of in shock. And then they're like, yeah, that was amazing. Great special effects. Woo. And then Frankie Scott's like, uh, I don't think they're alive anymore. And then that's when Top Hat's like, oh, and by the way, the security here in the pig masks with chainsaws, they're they're really just going to kill you now. Yeah, but he does, Top Hat does tell everybody that the only way to get out is to follow the rules of horror films. Yeah, the only possible method of survival is to follow the rules. 
Yeah. And then uh, mayhem ensues. Pig masks and chainsaws. Yeah, and they just like they cut like one dude practically in half from like the top of his head to his waist, which was great. Groin to gullet, son. Uh, well, more like crown to tip. Yeah, right to the tip. I know all about tips. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> tip, tip, tip. Uh, hotline is tip of the day. Um, yeah. So and then just um, the tip, mind you. Yes. No, no, nothing other than a tip. And then uh, there's some the, girl it's who's all streaming. Peen, no is. <laughs> yeah, we haven't used that one for a few days. Um, yeah, there's a, a lady streaming with like a selfie stick who gets got, which is great. Yeah, but team team Scott uh, runs into a uh, into a building. And turn on the lights, and there's a jump scare because Frankie Scott's face to face with one of the pig masks. But it's just hanging on a hook. It's not we're on hanging on a person, so he's fine. Yeah, because they went the other way. All the other people yeah. are running through the entrance to get back out. Yeah, and Pigtails is like, fuck that. Like it's gonna be a fucking like killing ground there. Like, let's go the other direction. And they're like, but like, because he just said he had to, like, survive till daylight or something, till sun up. So, they're like, well, we maybe just can camp out in the park and stay away from everybody trying to kill us. And uh, they're hanging out in the room. And they hear a noise in the back. Yeah. Which was a, a noisy mop, apparently. Yes, it was a mop scare. Stupid living mops. They need to die. What is this, Fantasia? Kill the mops! <laughs> the Sorcerer's Apprentice. And, and then, uh... And then and director then, guy shows up. Yeah, and then the fucking director and topless girl number four just, like, burst the door open. Like, these the people thought they were safe in this building. And, like, two, two normal people just, like, boom, bust in like it's no big deal. And it's like, well, maybe you should barricade yourselves in better? Bust. Yes, topless girl busts in. And uh turns out that I don't get it. That topless girl four has a key card for the back door that she, she got get, earlier. Yeah, she got in she got there early and they let her in, but they gave her the key card and so she knows that there's an exit at the back of the park as well as the front. So topless girl four got in the back door? Mm. Yep. Yes. As much as I hate to agree with that statement. Audible silence. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to let that one sit for a moment and die. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the opposite of yes and is, it was what just happened. It was no fuck. No if. So and the plan is to... Like uh, Dante's Inferno style, work their way out of hell by going through all of the layers. The yeah, because there was ice or clowns, icy clowns. Yeah, because they they are because they showed a map and there's like Vamp Camp and Tortureville and Field uh, Elementary or whatever. No, Hotterton. Hotterton. It's cousin Kane. Kane fodder. Fucking 
Jesus Christ, Chris, you can't remember Haddonfield at all during a Halloween podcast. <laughs> and then, like, they throw out Hotterton out there. Chris is like, Haddonfield High School. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Chris, bro, are you some kind of stupid fucking nitwit? Was yeah, Clown Town, um, Zombieland. Yeah, and the rest. You know, That's like the Gilligan's the Island theme song. Yes. There's a four-hour tour. Three. Well, this one's a four. It's 700, 700 acres, Chris. You're not covering that in three hours. Hey, I might not remember things, but I remember sitcom theme songs from the <laughs> fucking 70s for some reason. A nine-hour tour. <laughs> So uh, they head off to... Is it like that episode where Gilligan gets sick of being teased? Uh Uh-huh. And he breaks into the professor's lab and makes him LSD. Uh Uh-huh. Peaks freaks and eats the skipper's brains and beats Ginger with coconuts while Mm -hmm. Mr. Howe and Lovey burn alive inside of their grass hut. Mm -hmm. Oh, that Gilligan, he'll kill again. They should have let him be. Like a postal clerk, he'll go berserk. Are you so close? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember after that. I remember like a postal clerk, they'll go berserk. But I do know <laughs> yep. that the mm-hmm. drummer from Death Leopard. He's only got one arm! arm. <laughs> I, I that sounded like it had to be Bloodhound Gang lyrics to me. I'm glad that uh, you confirmed that. The morn that I was born, my old man beat up the doctor. He clocked the doctor because the doctor said I looked like Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. The doctor said, "Sir, uh, you're misled, now, sir." Huh? I think you mistook me. I did not mean your lovely wife. I was shacking was up with a Wookiee. Shacking up with a Wookiee. Yeah. What I mean <laughs> that's, that's is Wolverine great. is less hairy than your son. I feel like you're not reading the room right now, but... <laughs> what room? There's you and a bowling pin. Like, there's nothing else in the room. There's a giant tapestry behind you. Manticore's over there. And a heater. A space heater. It's heating the space actively. Yes. The space <laughs> is less cold than warm. It's true. It's not warm. It's just not as cold. It's true. It's very ineffective. <laughs> oh, no. Shut it off. Uh, you'll see how effective it is. I keep making it put the light back on, but it, it just... I You gotta turn it down to make the light come back on, and I don't understand. It's probably only gonna kill us. It's shut fine. your damn mouth! <sighs> you gotta get yourself a propane space heater, Chris. Yeah, enjoy all that carbon monoxide while yeah. you're warming up. It would be cool if we could die doing this. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's how I want to go, podcasting. It's like, yeah. I could call 911, but I don't actually know where to send that. <laughs> I don't know, Ohio somewhere? I'm not allowed to say the address, because Chris will just bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a really I probably would. 22 I might be able to Google it. We'll, Excuse we'll me, 911, could you please blanket the entire state of Ohio? Just search for Christabel Aloysius Reynolds III Esquire in Ohio. I'm sure you'll come up with his address. I like the implication that somehow we're dying from carbon monoxide poisoning. (laughs) I found the time to edit the podcast (laughs) and then distribute it to the internet. Then people heard it and then called 911. 
It's a found footage podcast, Chris. No, I was saying I would call 911. I'm just telling people they want to find you. They can just Google Christabel Aloysius Reynolds III Esquire, Ohio. It was on a package that got sent to Chris's house. Oh, that's true. I might actually have your address somewhere. You do still wear in some sort of communique. <laughs> yeah. His address is 123 Any Street. 123 Fake Street. Anytown, USA, Ohio. 666420. That's the zip code. Yep, that's how zip codes work. <laughs> yeah. 66669. 66669421. That's dash 421-69. 69. Like one more digit. Nice. Anyway. So they're arguing about what to do because Team Scott wants to try to go out the back and uh Lenjamin Kane wants to uh stay stay sit tight and he calls the police and cuz he finally gets a signal calls 911 and he's like hey you know we're trapped in bloodfest people are being killed I, I need help for two people while looking at the other three people like just staring at them and he's like i have like i uh, like yeah i'm Lenjamin Kane the director and i have a up and coming actress with me and she's like coming he's like i have a coming actress with me coming um because she looks insulted by the term up and coming apparently yeah and then the uh the 911 operator is like oh that's great we'll send someone there um and in the meantime why don't you go fuck yourself and he's like, excuse me? Do you know who I am? 911 operator? That's not proper 911 etiquette. What did you just say? She's like, I told you to take your penis, bend it down between your legs, insert it into your anus, and proceed to fuck yourself. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that is the direct fucking quote, and I fucking love that so much. <laughs> and then someone bursts in because they were using the phone to triangulate them so they knew where to send people to kill them. All this talk about bursting in and coming, I don't know what to do with myself. I suppose I'll get nude. I mean, the heater's not that good, so I don't know if I'd do that. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on how close you get your bits to it. <laughs> Too close uh, and you won't. I also <laughs> don't know if I would follow through with that line of <laughs> fucking reasoning. You're a uh, line of reasoning. I'm just turning off the video call if he gets nude. I'll just go full audio. Yeah. I'm just going to take my still beer and hear leave. It. I'm fine hearing your nudity. I don't want to see your nudity. <laughs> Audible nudity is a horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so they all run off. Yeah. Into a graveyard. Grave ground. Fake graveyard. With, you know, tombstones that can be snapped in half with your bare hands. Because they're just props. And what? Do you think this guy literally, like, went out and, like, found a bunch of fucking dead bodies to turn into zombies for this this shit? Like, he's yes. just, he's shooting a movie. What's the worst that could happen? And then everyone just looks at him. Yeah. He's like, what? And they're like, oh, no, that's usually when, like, the person saying that gets attacked. We were just waiting for you to be attacked. Yeah, and then funny story. And, uh, and he's like, see? It's not real. It's not real. Be like, yeah, like, see? Like, I didn't get attacked, so it's fine. Oh, my God, there's a zombie oh, hand in attack. my crotch. He punched me right in the dick. Yeah, right through the dick. Yeah, right through the dick. 
Good. That guy deserved it. He was terrible. That guy did suck. Yep. And, and they're that like, guy, maybe he's the name Dragon Man. That's bad. That's a bad scene. He's like, yeah, yeah. One of his lines was, "I don't make, I don't watch movies. I make movies." Yeah, like, because like, cool. like, dude, haven't you seen a fucking horror movie? He's like, I don't make movies. I wa- I don't watch movies. I make movies. Uh, and they, uh, so they they pull him down to a grave, and then like, topless girl number four is like, "Hey, maybe he's still alive." And there's a belch and like a bur- a like a bursting bubble of blood. And they're like, "Oh, I guess not." Wah, wah. And then they see a a shack. Yeah, and they head to the shack. Was it a love shack? Absolutely oh, he did not. leave out one character they hadn't met yet, that they met that we didn't talk about yet. Yeah. Well, we'll meet him now. Yeah. Because he's inside the shack and trying not to let them in, but they convince him to, to let them in. Uh, he's like, that sorry. The guy that made eyes at somewhere between 17 and 45-year-old pigtail girl. Did he? No, no, that's the... That's the other no, guy. That's, that's the other guy. That's Kirkland's best ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cause, well, and she looked at him to like she, I think they dated at some point, or at least hooked up, because she was like, hey. And he's like, hey. No, we're talking about... Just... We're talking about Hinckley. Yeah. Who played the Arborist in all six Arborist movies. Yeah. Who is grossed out by the sight of blood and apparently would just puke after every take and refuses to, to say the catchphrase... And also won't sign anything. And for the love of God, just please leave him alone while he's shopping and eating fries. His catchphrase was, I'll buy that for a dollar. No. What? What are you even on about? The guy from Robocop? Yeah, I know. I get that. But what the fuck does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing at all. It was a non-brequitter. Yeah. Oh, horse, Lanta. I'm a horse. <laughs> yes, let's please not talk about sticking bigger to each other's mouths again. <laughs> Tell us about the movie, Chris. It's good. It's good yeah, so he's coming back. He, he lets them in, and they shut the door, and then they have a chat. Yeah. Uh, Pigtails basically tells... Frankie Scott to fucking sack up. Not the only up. thing you're good at is horror movie stuff. This is like your time to shine, for God's sake. Like, do the damn thing. Horror yeah. movie your way out of this shit. Yep. And meanwhile, Ned's kind of freaking out and uh, puts his back to the wall and a zombie just bursts through the wall behind him because that's how horror movies work. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Scott determines that they're not operating under new zombie rules, but like Romero zombie rules. Yeah, they're not Snyder or Boyle zombies. They're Romero zombies. Yeah, which was, you know, good pull. Yeah. But so he hits him in the head, and and he's like, and Ned's like, great, yeah, great. Like, the only way to kill him is to hit him in the head. And then Hinkley's like, "Uh, doesn't like hitting anybody in the head kill them? Like, like, yeah, that's like <laughs> fair point. Got to hit him pretty hard. And so they, uh, yeah, and so then they go to like to roll the body over, and like and there's an electrode on it that keeps shocking them. And they realize that, and there's a GoPro on its chest, so they realize that someone is controlling the zombies' movements with electrodes while watching through the GoPro to 
to basically hunt people. Yeah, and we cut to the control room of this whole mess where Top Hat is hanging out, running the whole thing. Yeah. It turns out that he's got a bunch of uh, gamer types Yeah. controlling the zombies. Yeah, basically they're playing Left 4 Dead. Yeah. As the, uh, or Dead by Daylight, I'm sorry, Dead by Daylight. Oh, either uh, or. Yeah, as the killer. And, but they're like, God damn, like, this thing, guy is so slow. Can we go any faster? He's like, uh, he's a zombie? Like, zombies go slow. He's like, oh, when do we get to play the survivors? <laughs> and, and Top Hat's like, oh, soon. Don't worry. That'll be soon. Real soon. And I mean, they, uh... some, someone there was probably high on drugs. Yeah. Real fucking high on zombies. That's because that's what we like to do is roll our zombies up and smoke them. Hell yeah, smoking a zombie. A fatty That'll get zombie. you right to Mars, son. <laughs> roll up that fatty zombie is what I'm often saying to people <laughs> for my recreational drug use. I like to smoke the living don't, dead. Don't discriminate against the skinny zombies, Chris. Pass the zombie to the left-hand side. Huh. <laughs> Third best joke you've ever made. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so... And then Pigtails looks out the uh, the window and sees a light on the tree, that a red light on a tree that flashes in time with the zombies' movements. And she's like, I think I know where they're being, like, or how the, the, the signal's getting to the zombies. Let's go take it out. Yeah, so her and... Frankie Scott go to take care of that while uh, the rest of the team just kind of hangs out inside. Yeah, and a zombie comes up through the floor door like fucking the the mom from uh, or grandma from Dead by or from uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they get out there and fucking Pigtails is wrecking shop with a machete, taking out zombies' heads. Pardon me, left and right. Jump up, and, spread out. She'll take your head out. And then uh, Frankie Scott's not real good with electric with electronics. Apparently, he opens it up, and there's a bunch of wires. He's like, "I don't think there's like four red wires. Which one do I cut, or which one do I pull?" And she's like, "It's, it's not, not a, a bomb, fucking you dumb fuck. <laughs> pull them all." <laughs> yeah, he's like, and "Oh." <laughs> so he does, and they all just drop. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a good. I just love. She's like, it's not a fucking bomb, dude. Pull them all. So they, uh, they they're safe for now. So they head to the next location. Well, they 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 go down the trap door, don't they, in the cabin to because they're like, wouldn't you rather travel underground? No, that's, that's the... when they get to the school where they head next. Oh, you're right. Yes, and Hotterton. Hotterton High School. Home of the Lenj- Arborist. Benjamin Kane Harbor Kane Hotterton High School. High school. And on the way there, they're confronted by the Arborist. Oh, speaking of that, Brett. Bah. I'm sorry. Hot Horse Lanta. On the horse. Uh, the trailer I couldn't remember from like weeks ago when uh, I saw at uh, Dismember the Alamo was Mr. Ice Cream Man. Which is totally different from 
Clint Howard's Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. So, um, it did not look as good as Clint Howard's Ice Cream Man. Nothing looks as good as Clint Howard. It's true. That guy is a sex machine. Clinton Howard is the best. He's a stone cold hottie. He gives me erection boners. Uh, he gives me lady boners. Sploosh. Well, no, the humidity comes in a line in the not too distant future, Chris. Yeah, Chris. You dumbass. So they get to Hotterton High. Um,. And lo and behold, the arborist is hunting them through the halls. They, well, they get they, split up. They get split up. Uh, Ned gets separated from the rest of the crew. Uh, the rest of the crew runs into the high school and meets Zachary Levi, playing Zachary Levi. Playing himself. Which is fucking great. It's, like, I, it's so fucking random. Like, why Zachary Levi? Like, I mean, they just must know the guy somehow. Um. And so, but when he starts talking, topless girl number four is like, holy shit, you're, you're the, you voice the guy from Tangled. She, my, she says something like, when he smolders at Rapunzel or whatever, who the fuck the star of Tangled is, I don't know. She's like, I got a little humid, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, and he's just trying to and, tell this like super serious story about how all his friends and the love of his life have died. They just got merged the Erdlerd, and yeah, and she's just like, my hair's magical sometimes. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'm super into you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but anyway, the love of my life yeah. just but luck- died in front of me. Luckily for him, the arborist shows up and just cuts his throat with uh, a pair of uh, garden shears. Yeah. And he doesn't have to worry about that girl hitting on him anymore. Luckily for him and the budget. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was supposed to be leading karaoke at Bloodfest, which was great. In the commercial for Bloodfest, which was great. I just Late night karaoke idea. with Zachary Levi. Like, I don't know. I wasn't going to go. But now that I know this horror-themed 700-acre fucking amusement park is going to have fucking... Late night karaoke with Zachary <laughs> Levi. I wasn't on board until I heard that. Noted horror icon Zachary Levi was going to be there leading karaoke. Wasn't that uh. John Krasinski? No. No. Oh. No, it was That's... Shazam! Yeah. Kablamo! I've never seen Shazam. That's clear, by the way, you yell Kablamo for no <laughs> clear reason. It is It is one of the better DC movies, recent DC movies. Yeah, it might be the best one. Um, The Suicide Squad is probably better. I, I also probably like uh, Birds of Prey, the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, better as well. Um, and I've not seen Black Adam, so I can't throw that in there. And I don't know. The first two acts of Wonder Woman are probably better than it. The third act is not, but it's still better. It's still one of the better ones. I I will watch it again. I fell asleep in the floor watching 1984. Wait, okay. like the movie, like the movie 1984? Unrelated, but the Wonder for- Woman movie. Oh, <laughs> that's a totally different film than 1984. Just for the record. <laughs> Yeah, I was very confused. Well, yeah, but Troy was talking about fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah, but you said 1984, <laughs> so then I'm confused. Right, because like... the Wonder Woman movie was called Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, but 1984 is a very different film than Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, but Troy wasn't talking about that. 
I said yeah, you literally I, said the title of a film. Yeah, because that is that a, film. Like a half second after he said Wonder Woman, I said 1984. And you, you would think that hey, you would have the fucking capacity to put it together that I was talking about Wonder Woman 1984. You're right. It's uh, on me for assuming you ever saw no, the movie 1984. Both of us did not make that connection. <laughs> but the words that he said, and, and the then words I said you the words. Said. I said the words that I said. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the opening of Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was shot nearby me. I've said that a million times. Anyway, oh sure, Troy can talk about the movie all he wants, and Chris isn't like, I don't know thing and stuff. It was I called it Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Of him saying Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and then you saying, "Yeah, short circuit." Troy like, hadn't even you named finished, a totally like, different movie. Troy hadn't even drawn in his breath from saying Wonder Woman when I said 1984. You would think you would make the damn connection. I, it was my fault for listening to what you said and taking your words to mean... <laughs> I am a things. horse! <laughs> that's just always the cards you're going to play it. Always playing the horse card with you. Of course he yeah. does. Uh, yeah, Mouth so... Peanut butter. Mouth peanut butter. <laughs> Indubitably. Um, where were we? Uh, oh yeah, so there's, there, they lock themselves into a room. Like you do. Yep. They're trying to figure out what to do. Um, we cut over to Ned, who stumbles across a campfire with, like, two guys partying with, like, six women. And he's like, uh, dudes, like, there's, like, a massacre going on right now. I'm like, yeah. It's fucking Bloodfest, yeah, woo! We got naked chicks here and beard, yeah! And then one of the chicks comes up to Ned and is like, oh, yes, yeah, like, uh, starts talking to him about how, you know, the the owner of Bloodfest uh, brought over some Eastern European women on visas so that they could, you know, enjoy the American dream and then filed their teeth down to points and had them surgically altered to activate their overstimulate their adrenal glands, which causes them to produce pheromones, which make them sexually irresistible, and then gave them a chronic case of porphyria, which makes you pale and sensitive to sunlight and crave blood. And she keeps getting like closer and closer to Ned. And Ned's kind of like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, like, you smell great and you look great. And I got to go see my friends. And she's like, and she's like, you don't want a bone? And he's like, I got to go see my friends. She's like, you're a virgin, aren't you? It's so loyal. Like, she's actually kind of like so happy to hear that he's a virgin that she decides not to eat him. And he runs off with like a flamey, pointy, flamey stick. Yeah. And the whole time behind him is just the other ones yeah eating the like two fucking bro dudes yeah like the one bro dude the girl that like, gets down on her knees between his legs and then just chomps down on his crotch as hard as she can right and I was the like, pain and I was like yes penal trauma and uh meanwhile penile back school pep talk yeah so what's his head the one guy Whose name escapes me? Oh, that was Hink- his head. Minutes ago, Hink- Hinkleman? No, the karaoke Hinkley. guy. 
Oh, Zachary Levi. John Krasinski. Yeah, he gets got, but he has the key. Another locked yeah. in with the arborist. Yes. Uh, they all hide in like a classroom. Frankie Scott yep. gives uh, Hinkley a pep talk about how to get out of there because he it was the arborist. So all yeah, he, he put- has to do is really fill in the backstory, you know. Be his dad and tell him that like it's all good, man. You did the thing. You did. You you fulfilled my vengeance. It's all I ever wanted. And that'll give him the time to I don't know, question mark profit. Yeah, well, so like because they had a top hat had a little spiel, expositional spiel spiel about how like if you take a guy who's already a little mentally damaged and you just show him the same movie over and over and over again. The mythos of the movie becomes his mythos, and he'll you know, come to believe that he's the character. and blah. So basically, they brainwashed the dude into being the arborist. And they could tell, apparently, that this guy believed he was the arborist. So Frankie Scott's bright idea is to be like, well, you know, if you take the arborist's backstory and we play with it and we make you the father that he had lost, um, you know, you can, you know, you can coax him, you know, you coax him into like not killing us and yeah. the guy's like the guy's like great i'll go tell timmy what he needs to know and like the guy's name is tommy your character the kind of character's name is tommy you've played this character in six movies you should know that his name is tommy yeah a good bit that, that like you know that guy played the character didn't really give a shit he was just trying to get paid yeah yeah because like the whole time the guy's like but you like go to conventions and stuff like you can't hate being the arborist he's like dude like it was my first movie and they were like you want to wear a mask i was like no i want my face up on the big screen but now that's the face of the arborist and i can't fucking go anywhere without meeting people who want me to be the arborist and it fucking sucks i'm typecast as shit yeah i know that is ever since milk money they always wanted to be a kid riding a bike and i'm like (laughs) i'm in my 40s i can't be a kid riding a bike i thought it was a skateboard that was a bike oh i'm so sorry yeah, I would expect Chris to know what he was writing. Yeah, that's my riveting tale of Hollywood. He's always writing something. Oh, oh, okay, I get it now. I did it for a second, but now I get it. Mostly horse tips. <laughs> there's a lot of implications. <laughs> right there, and I don't like any None of them are legal, yeah. So, uh, Hinkley does, does the bit. Yep. And it's working. Yeah, he's getting the guy's going to give him the 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 trimmer until he uh flubs his fucking lines. Calls him Timmy instead of Tommy. Yep. He zigged when he should have zagged. And then uh Frankie Scott makes the save. Yep. And the arborist charges him just as our boy Ned shows up with his flame and stake. Puts it right through the chest of the arborist, and it goes out as it goes through, which is good. Yeah, I like that. That was a good bit. And he's like, I just fucking killed your ass! Boom! Which, you know, fair enough. Yeah. Pow, right in the kisser. And they uh, they decide, rather than leave, they're going to head into the tunnels. They theorize exist. So yep. down to the basement they go. Yeah, because they're like, would you rather travel overland or underground in this place? And they're like, oh, underground sounds safer. Overground. Yeah. So they go to Doll Room. 
um, notably it's... has uh, the the ventriloquist thing from Dead Silence, the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. Gabo? No. It's a James Wan film. Gabo. About a ventriloquist dummy what kills. Gabo this and Gabo that. Gabo is coming. Ew. Gabo, Gabo, hey. There's too many things coming in this movie. Too much coming. So much, so much coming. So they, uh, they head through Creepy Doll Movie Theater to Torture Land. Yes. Which is, like, Saw, more or less. Yeah. A, a saw hostile land. Sostel. Oh, damn Shostel. I was going to say Sostel. John Sostel. John Shostel. Chris's favorite director is Eli Roth. Yes, that's a thing I've said often. <laughs> I really like his cinematic vision. Yes. Remember when that kid yelled pancakes? Classic cinema. <laughs> huh. Pancakes! Yeah party cop and all that shit. <laughs> so, uh... He's the, team, the bear. <laughs> the team gets split up and Ned and Topless Girl 4 head one direction while, uh, yep. Hinkley, Pigtails, and Frankie Scott head another. Yeah. And then... Topless girl number four and Ned get stuck in the bathroom because Ned doesn't understand. He goes like full mid veil school for the gifted on it and is like pushing on the door when he needs to be pulling. He's like, we're trapped in here. And she's like, I don't want to fucking die with fucking Zachary Levi's blood on me. And he's like, well, I guess you could shower kind of sarcastically. And she's like, that's a great idea. Yeah. And so she goes to shower. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, wait, no, don't get naked. That's how you die. But she's like, I'm showering. It's a fair point on his part. Just remember, yeah. kids, if you ever get naked, you're going to die. Yeah. Never nude is yeah. never dead. Also, kids who are listening, wh- what are you doing? Yeah, what's wrong with your parents? This is barely okay for grown-ups. <laughs> ben, if you're listening now, turn it off. Ben. We talk about tips and coming and all that stuff, man. Kids shouldn't listen to this. Ben, please turn this off. Or no one should listen don't get to this. Caught. Don't get caught, Ben. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> you suck, Bitems. Bitems, you're a child, I think. P- probably. You have that classic child named Bitems. Bitems, Travis. All children. <laughs> children, one and all. Um. So, but then it... Uh, but then, like, Ned says something about being a virgin, and she's like, well, we could take care of that if you want. Yeah. And he's like, really? And then, presumably, they have sex. Yeah, in classic virgin really? style, it takes about two and a half minutes. Yep. <laughs> but while that's happening, Pigtails has kind of gotten ahead because she hears someone yelling in the distance, and she wants to go help them. Yeah. And it, it is Kirkland's best, Timbaland. Yep. And he's stuck in a saw trap. Mm-hmm. Or he's got legally distinct saw trap. Yeah, he's got a hand in... Uh, each hand is in a box, which is attached to a chain, which is attached to a stone, a big heavy stone that's being lowered. Yeah. And it's gonna, there's a clock. Yeah, and when it hits 12, he's going to be all... Torso. Torn up. Yep. He'll be all torso, no limb. 
And he he uh, basically tricks Pigtails into putting her arms in the other ones. So she gets hooked into the thing. Yeah, he tells her that there's a there's a release in the in the box that she needs to hit both of them at once to 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 release him. But then of course they latch onto her and she gets trapped. Yeah, and she's all like, "The fuck!" And he's like, "Hey, you don't know me like that." Deuces. Mm-hmm. She's like, I thought you were like part of this thing. He's like, no, nah, man. Like, I got paid with a bracelet, like a ticket to get in. Like, I just like scan tickets and sell popcorn. Fuck's sake. Yeah, you're not in on this. Enough. Yeah. So he uh he fucks off. Yep, all the way off. And uh, the rest of Team Scott shows up, and they're like, oh snap, a fucking legally distinct from Saw Trap. Yep, and. Uh, Hinkley kind of fucks with the clock to try to push it back, which causes it to go forward because you can't cheat time, but time will cheat you. Yeah, fair enough, fake saw doll. Yep. And then Hinkley's like, you know what? I've been kind of, I've been kind of shitty, but it's time for me to have my redemption story. So I am going to put my hands in these boxes, and I'm going to take one for the team. Yeah. Noble sacrifice ensues. And then a giant rock falls on him, and he turns into a puddle of goo. Yep. And Which is pretty nice. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Goo piles is always funny. It was just it was just ridiculously over, like overly violent. <laughs> just splat. So uh, Team Scott is reunited. Sans uh, Hinkley. Right. But they do find out. Yeah, Cowboys Girl number four does not have the key card anymore because shitty director guy had it. And he got got early on by the zombies. Zombies. So, so what do we do? And they're like, well, I guess we keep going because at least, you know, maybe we can hack it some way when we get there, but we don't have any other options. Yeah. So they keep going onward and they end up in Clown Town. Clown Town! Pound which town. is... Ned's worst nightmare, he hates clowns. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, 2018. They'll do anything. They'll hit you with a hammer. They'll shit in your mouth. Yeah. I, I forget what else he says. The clowns were all gotten off Craigslist. They'll shit right in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, all the clowns were, clowns were found on Craigslist. All the clowns were found down in Pound Town. Yeah, even there's... though most of the other people were like no psychiatric patients. All the clowns <laughs> just for Craigslist. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking funny. That's <laughs> a good bit. Uh there's one clown that like apparently likes to huff laughing gas. Yeah. And then laugh. Uh, at some point we have cut back to the control room where the yeah. containment fields were breached. So there is like, Yeah, some uh, guy from the EPA came in and shut down the control field because it was an EPA violation. Yeah, he's a real dickhead. Chris is an yep. EPA violation. I am. It is true. Chris is an EPA violation. It's mostly the methane. Methamphetamines. <laughs> All I want to do is smoke methane and kill cops. Copsicle. <laughs> wear a wig on your butt. I'll wear a wig on my butt. And <laughs> All I want to do is wear a wig on my butt. <laughs> I don't even know what the real lyric is for that. It's just All that's I what I heard. Do is smoke meth and kill cops. Well, no, what's it's, the other? It's directly before that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just know the smoke meth and kill cops part. Uh, okay. It, it very well, maybe wear a wig on your butt. 
So, um, and just when things are looking bad for Team Scott, you know, with the Craigslist clowns, zombies bust in because the containment fields were breached and now all the different genres are smushing together. Yeah, cops come to the rescue! Come. I, I'm sorry, zombies come to the rescue. Yeah, I trust cops, a zombie way more than a cop. Yeah, cops cops would never come to the rescue. Yeah, unless you mean by the rescue, shooting people for no good reason. Yeah. They'll do that. Or dogs. I'm just saying cops suck, that's all. So, uh, the zombies bust in, zombies and clowns fight. Just so The happens. zombies win. Yep, and just so happens, one of the zombies is, uh, the director fucking shit heel from earlier. Benjamin Kane. And, uh, Topless Girl 4 goes to get the key card, but she gets got. Yeah, he shanks her from behind and then vapes. Yeah, but, you know, funny. Yeah, but she manages to pass the card off to Ned. Because she not only got naked, but had sex during the movie, so she had to die. Yeah. You naked sex? Yep. Gross. Am I yeah. right? Yep. We're all, we're, all, we're all team never nude over here, I believe. Yep. I'm always wearing my short shorts. <laughs> uh, Remember when Arrested Development was good? That was fun. I've never actually watched Arrested Development. That's That's a never nude bit right there. I mean, I know about bits from it, but I've never actually watched it. It's yeah. a fun little show. Watch the first three seasons. I don't have that then kind of time. Then you can stop. Unless they're like one-minute episodes, I don't have that kind of time. So, um, they get out of Clown Town, and they make their way to the, uh, the back door. They get there, they meet up with Kirkland's best, uh, Timbaland. He, yeah. He's like, hey, sorry about that thing earlier where I put you in the fucking legally distinct saw trap. But yeah, you, like, can, you could beat can the you, shit out of me after this. Yeah, let's kick my, let's get my, let's kick my ass after we all survive. Thank you very much. And, you know, <laughs> fair enough on fair his point. I mean, yeah. You could totally beat the shit out of me later. Every fucking yeah. morning I wake up in squats, all I want to do is smoke meth and kill cops. That absolutely seems like that's not what the words are to that. That's what the only thing I can find on the internet about this song says. All right. I wear a wig on my butt. That's what it actually is. Wake up in the um, morning, wear a wig on my butt, all I want to <laughs> do is smoke meth and kill cops. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, and this, at this point, um, the, uh, the, the dad is on live national television, psychiatric dad, talking about how terrible horror movies are for people and how they, you know, make you violent and kill people when he kind of realizes that his son's not there, so where the hell would his son be? Oh, his son would be at hell at a uh, blood fest. I gotta go because I don't want my hun my my son to be at blood fest. Yeah, so he just fucks off. Yeah, like in the middle of live television, she's like, "Uh, doctor, doctor, the interviewer lady's like, uh, are you coming? 
back? No? Okay. Um, nope. Back to you, Jim. Here's Tom with the weather. I'm a horse. So they, uh, they enlist Ned to use his sweet hacking skills. From the Doom LARP that he is in. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, running... Is hacking a thing like in the later Doom games? I've only played Doom and Doom 2 from the 90s. No, not no, really. No, not even a little bit. I played all the Doom games and... Okay. I was very confused, but uh, that's what they called it, Doom LARP. Unless there's some other thing that's Doom LARP that involves hacking. Yeah, you just listen to super similar songs to, like, Pantera and hack things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah if you play Pantera backwards, you get mood metal. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and uh, That may be the dumbest thing I've ever said on the podcast. Third dumbest. There's a lot of dumb shit we've all said on this podcast. So Not it's me. Really Everything hard. I've said has been intelligent and reasonable. Absolutely. That's how I I'm would s- describe it. I apologize to everyone's brain cells that I've killed. So, um, um, as the hacking is going on, the the one vampire lady from earlier... I believe Rain is what she is credited as, even though she never mentions her name. Okay, I okay, I get it now. All right, that's fair enough, I guess. Wait, oh, Blood Rain. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's Eastern yeah. European. She kind of looks like her a little. Okay, I get it. Yeah. And uh, uh, she shows up, and she's like, "I couldn't resist you, my favorite virgin." He's like, "About that?" Uh, never mind. Um. And then she, he's like, no, it's cool, guys. I know her. And he turns around and then she bites him on the neck. And yeah, Pigtails is having none of that. Yeah, shanks her. See you in hell, yeah. Ned. She like stabs her through the chest with a wooden stake. And then the lady's like, it didn't have to be a wooden stake. And the girl's like, well, it worked, didn't it? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, good point. Yeah. So she is now pinned to the truck via yeah, wooden stake. It's kind of like the the zombie head thing from earlier. Like, yeah, that's also one of my weaknesses. Is if you stab yeah. me through the heart with a wooden <laughs> stake, I die almost immediately. Not me. I ain't <laughs> no stinking vampire. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you stab them through the heart with a stake and cut their head off, they die. Like, well, yes, most people do, Bob. Yeah, like of course they did. Jesus Christ, that would that would do about anybody, and I'd say. You know, if you if you douse so if you douse a vampire in gasoline and light it on a fire, it'll burn to death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and most other carbon-based life forms. Yeah. So, uh, now we're down to just Pigtail, Frankie Scott, and Kirkland's best. Yep. And then Dad. Oh, the, so they hack the door. Door opens. And then Dad walks in. Yep. With a gun! And, and Kirkland's, just... Kirkland's best is like, yes, dude, you showed up with a gun. You are my fucking hero. And that's when Red, the killer, comes up and has, uh, comes up behind uh, Pigtails and grabs her and puts a knife to her throat. And Kirkland's best is like, yeah, shoot the fucking killer. And then, like, Frankie Scott's like, no, you'll hit, you'll hit Pigtails. Don't do that. And so... Dad just grabs the gun, lifts the gum up, points it at Kirkland's best, shoots him twice. 
walks over, shoots him in the head. Yep. I and wins down. Dad, dad, if nothing else, triple tap firearm. Yep. Two in the chest, one in the pink brain yep. matter. That's what I always say. It's the splatter. <laughs> Two in the chest, one in the gray. Um, the sweet, sweet gray. That great, good old gray matter. Um, yeah, and then they're like, uh, what the fuck, Dad? And then uh, the killer, Red, re- releases pigtails and takes off the mask and reveals it. Oh, it's Frankie Scott's sister the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. Because cause Dad's big idea is if they can just kill a whole bunch of horror movie fans, they'll convince people to stop making horror movies. Yeah, reasonable. Because everyone will just assume that horror movies are bad. Yeah, that was his plan, I, mm-hmm. I guess. Whoa! And uh, he tells Frankie Scott and Pigtails to get the fuck out of there. He's going to go to the control tower and, uh, I don't know, something. Hell yeah, something. Yeah, well, yeah, he's going to head to the control tower and take care of business. So, while while, uh, Frankie Scott and Pigtails are arguing as to whether or not they should go out, um, the control tower realizes that there's a security breach and locks the door on them. So they cannot go out. So they, uh, they, they being Frankie Scott and uh, Pigtails, decide to commandeer a truck, a tanker truck, and head to the tower to put an end to this thing. While uh, Dad and Sister have showed up at the tower, and it turns out there are multiple contingency plans in place. Yes, they they're going to blow up the park after sunrise. Yeah. Um, also, there's The Pulse. The Pulse. Not to be confused with the film of that name or the other film of that name. There's one with Kristen... Kristen Scott? Wig. What's the fuck's name? No, not Wig. Absolutely ch- not Kristen Wig. The Kristen chick from, uh, hilarious. the lady from The Good Place and Veronica Mars. Yeah, Kristen Wig. Yeah, there are several Japanese films called Pulse, and then there's like yeah. an American remake. It was back in the Grudge times. So that was that happened yeah. a lot. Like Sea Dark Water, The Grudge, The Ring. Yeah, The Pulse. Yeah, The Pulse. I mean, Japanese Pulse movies get fucking weird. Yeah, I don't remember any. I don't know if you haven't watched the American one. I know I have not seen the Japanese ones. They get real fucking weird. Anyway. So, uh, the Pulse... Real fucking weird on drugs. The Pulse is the end result of Dad's experiments in brain manipulation. Via vibration sent through the bloodstream. Yeah, the plan was to vibrate people's blood good enough that it made them not crazy. Yeah, that seems legitimate. Turns out it made them more crazy. Yeah, it made them, like, rage crazy, and also apparently... Turned their blood black. Yeah. So, the first step of contingency is to pulse everybody out. Yep. I mean, this whole time, bracelets. This whole time, um, Frankie Scott and Pigtails are driving through 
blood fest, running over nuns and stabbing zombies and whatever else. Like Grudge monsters and whatever. Yeah. Until they get kind of towards closer to the tower and then the pulse happens and everyone who's wearing a wristband receives the pulse through their pulse. Yeah. They got that little uh chip that you put into your uh your credit card has so you can put it in the machine which isn't yeah. the rfid that's actually like a weird coil that's inside of that thing but don't worry about that that's fine that's fine <laughs> that's computer nerd stuff you're a computer nerd yeah, don't worry if about you've... the fact that's not actually an rfid and it's not at all how that works don't worry about it. it's fine if you vibrate the coil though you can change someone's pulse yeah chris can i vibrate your coil no Oh, <laughs> you may not. I mean, I kind of wanted you to say yes, just so we find out what the fuck that means. What if I overpower you, then can I vibrate your coil? Uh, seems like at that point, no point in asking, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's more of a telling. Yeah, I'm more, I'm, a, I'm only in favor of uh, consensual coil vibrating. How sure are you you can find my address on Google? Now give me that <laughs> coil. Because it feels like maybe I, I should have you kind of start looking into that real quick. Yeah, let me look at my email real quick. Um, yeah, if I blink twice, that means please send help. <laughs> I'm just going to vibrate his coil. Society 6 Tapestry. Let's see. Uh, Society 6 Order. So, the pulse, and I'm not doing this just to distract you so I can get help. Can I pulse your coil? Still no. Um, thank you for asking, at least at that time. <laughs> can I vibrate your pulse? Uh, I'm going to say no to that oh, also. Oh, I do have your address, Chris. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, I do have Unrelated. your address. The safety word is, hey, horse, I need to vibrate my coil. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a... Phrase, not a word. I, You're I a did phrase, send it not to, a word. I did send it to Christabel Aloysius. Uh, <laughs> no, of, I remember distinctly because <laughs> my wife was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's some stupid podcast shit. She's yeah. like, oh, I guess it is. <laughs> that's, we, we can't even mail things without it being a goddamn bit. <laughs> that's how committed exactly. to the bit we are. We yep. can't even have regular human interactions with one another. Yes, Chris, you've had that tapestry now for over four years. Just over four years. She's a fine tapestry. Yeah. yeah. It's held up well. It I really still... cuts off the rest of the uh, garage. <laughs> yeah. It really conceals the rest of the room. <laughs> it hides my shave adequately. Uh yeah, don't, so don't, um, really don't pull on it. The thing will fall the fuck down if you pull on it too hard. It's it's held up by uh, clips. Your thing will fall down if I pull on it too hard. Okay. <laughs> I feel it's like, coil. Yeah, give me that coil. It needs pulling. <laughs> oh man, if we ever need an HR department, it's never been more clear than it is right now. Christian could be our HR department. <laughs> yeah, good. He's got time for that, I'm sure. Yeah. Between He's his accounting, wind turn. Between his accounting and his uh. Doing 3D conversions for Mad Men Kickstarters. Or Mad Man Kickstarters. Our HR is either going to be Christian, Bytums, or Travis. It depends on who you want. Oh, all those seem bad. I vote Kylie. Yeah, that seems fair. Okay, Kylie, you're our HR now. I, I am a little scared of Kylie. So. Travis or Bytums <laughs> won't do it. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, if anyone's going to keep us in line, it's it's it's, it's kind of. If anybody knows how to be dominant, Brantis. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, where were we? Oh yes. So the pulse it hits it hits everybody in the control room who has a a band which includes uh, the the guy who's editing the movie real time um, who just gets shit on through most of the movie and. Amy, who is the, uh, I don't know. The, she was the, the one who faked the 911 thing. Oh, yeah. She's the one who told the guy to, to take his penis Call and, and turn it into his anus. Call 911 now! Call 911! You, call 911! Somebody call 911! I need a laptop and oxygen! It's an emergency. Why would uh-huh. you help? Uh-huh. Um, Somebody help. Somebody call for help. Somebody call for a laptop. Um, yeah, so, and then it also hits uh, pigtails because she is wearing a wristband. However, fucking, what's his nuts? Frankie Scott never got a wristband, so he's fine. Yeah. And uh, he tries to use the power of love to overcome the pulse. It doesn't work. No, she, and then she uses the power of black vomit to overcome him. Yeah. Black vomit trumps love every time. Yep. That's a, that's how I play rock, paper, scissors. Love, uh, vo- black vomit. Rock, paper, black, black vomit. vomit. <laughs> it's rock, love, black vomit. Yeah. Always bet on rock. No, because well, rock, black vomit. No, no, rock beats puke. We have, we've determined this canonically... That on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> rock merely conceals puke. It does. It <laughs> smashes it, though. For sure. Uh, <laughs> that's a callback, Chris. That is. That's a <laughs> way back callback. It's a kill list callback. That's pre-Troy callback. And... Yeah, it's like episode 50, 51? Yeah, that's right before. That's right on the cusp. Yeah. Can I dr- touch your cusp? We drank so much <laughs> fucking whiskey that night <laughs> and uh yeah but so the the elevator door opens and he rushes in well she tries to make her way in but she cannot because she just pounds on the door because she is a rage zombie yeah so frankie scott makes it to the top of the control room mm-hmm. uh confronts dad top hat and sister uh dad takes out top hat like he's like, hey, you like surprises and movies? Bam! There's yeah. a surprise for you, buddy. Um, but Frank Dad Scott wants... is like, uh, you can't do this. I won't let you. I ain't a scared of you. He calls upon the power of dead mother. Yep. Uh, and overcomes dad... dad. Yeah, Dad's like, okay, fine. I won't shoot you, but I'm gonna blow everything up. Yeah, but then sister. Scorpion knifes at him. Yeah, get over here. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for. I'm glad someone else also thought of Scorpion when she did that. Chris said it faster than I did when we were watching the movie. <laughs> he was upset. <laughs> I was. Sub Zero yeah. wins. Dad uh, falls through Scorpion. the stained glass window of dramatic irony. Yep. Um. Now we're just down to sister oh, and and. and Frankie Scott, but then Pigtails Rage Zombie comes out of the elevator and attacks him and 
vomits more black vomit onto him. And sister's like, hey, uh, bro, why don't you like try taking off the wristband, maybe? Yeah. Just a thought. He's like, oh, and it does, and it totally works. Yeah. And she, and then she kind of like comes to him immediately. And she's like, "You're you're all nasty looking." He's like, "Hey, it's mostly your fault." She's like, "That's great. Let's kiss now." Yeah, let's let's kiss. We're somewhere between six and twenty three years apart in age. This is fine. <laughs> because pigtails literally could have been anywhere between seventeen and forty. It's impossible to say, honestly. Like, every, I mean, some shots you're like, "Oh, that, that's that's somebody in their teens," and some shots you're like, "Nah, she's she's seen some shit." Yeah. I don't know how old he is, the actress. I mean, she, the actress is like 30, basically. I mean, plus or minus a couple of years when she t- did the movie, but. And uh, they're making out. Sister uh, makes her escape. Oh, yeah. She fucking just takes the knife, throws it into the wall to embed it, and then just falls out the window with her scorpion chain to stop her, and then you can hear a truck start up and drive off in the distance. It's so stupid. Oh, so hilarious. Hilarious. And then, oh, uh... Yeah. Oh, no, she was, like, a good seven years... Like, somewhere between five and seven years older than him when they made the movie. Well, I mean, still is five to seven years older than him, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not like time stopped for her specifically. It did! So, uh, the day is saved, I guess, except for all of the dead people. Yes. And then they, they make their way out of the tower. Um, there's a, a mid-credit sequence where they're in the parking lot going, man, Bloodfest was fucked. And then the Bloodfest blows up. Yeah. And then there's a stinger. Yeah, at the very end with uh, the cane being held by a hand, rising up out of the rubble, presumably saying that Top Hat is, Top Hat is not dead. Yeah, he'll be back in the sequel, Blood Flesh, Blood Flesh Two. Blood the flesh. words that I can't say good. Blood Flesh Two. Blood the Flesh Two. The Bloodlings. Uh, there ain't gonna be no Blood Flesh Two. Just spoilers. Yeah, probably not. So horse Lanta. Bah! I'm a horse. What do horses think about this film? Hey, and stalls and such. Um. Bloodfest was fun. It, it kept my attention, so that says a lot. Four hundred some odd plus movies in. Yeah, it was it was fun. The effects were good. The actors weren't terribly annoying. That one director guy was annoying, but he died pretty immediately. And he was supposed to be insufferable until they came back and then died again. Um. Yeah, no, Bloodfest was fun. If you like the horror comedies, it ain't no Psycho Goreman, but. It was pretty fun. So I, I say give this one a watch. It was half lit. You should watch it one time. Fair. Yeah, it's it's pretty Christabel good. Christabel Aloysius oh, Esquire. Heavens. It's pretty good. I mean, it's... It's less of a movie and more of a series of, like, bits that are strung together which is fine it's, it's kind of like Monty Python and the Holy Grail that way yeah like there's nothing amazing about the thing overall like narratively but there's just some real good bits it's that's what really keeps it moving in my book it's it's eh 
when it comes to like the story, it's the little shit that's going on that'll keep you going in it. There's usually like something dumb happening in the background or some goofy fucking joke that is specific to horror enough that you know the people that made it at least are either into horror or at least bothered to put the effort in to make it to seem doing, like they were. To do the research, yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it was fun. It's not high art, but it doesn't need to be. I would uh, shout out to Mr. Green. Never would have watched this otherwise, for sure. Yeah, and I, we never would have watched it if he ha- if they hadn't reminded me that uh, we hadn't watched it yet, even though they suggested it. And I had yeah. said we'd watch them back to back. Yeah, it's definitely better than the other one. Hellfest? Yeah, I think it's better than that for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a different movie, but... I, yeah. Yeah, they're like vaguely related. I mean, one's about a haunted, like a haunt, and one's about like a Coachella, horror Coachella. Yeah. But they're, they're vaguely related. Okay. They're like distant cousins. Like they could get married and no one would be surprised. No one would complain. But I mean, this is exactly the kind of thing you should throw on if you're having. Uh, uh, like a Halloween get together. I could see this being a great thing to throw on in the background while everybody's mingling and having some drinks. And every so often, you'll hear something and look up and go, <laughs> "That was fucking dumb." All right. I say give it, give it one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. What do you think, Troy? I have one question for Horse Lanta first, though. How long do you think this movie is? One hour and 32 minutes. <laughs> because you looked it up. I did earlier, <laughs> yes. yes I, did. I, was, I was wondering, because you like a good 80-minute movie. I thought maybe the 10 minutes might have put it over. Two. Um, no, it was fine. No, uh, no I, I enjoyed this movie. I watched it twice for the podcast. I watched it earlier in the week in case I didn't have time, and then I had a lot of time on Sunday because... Friend of a local friend's giving was canceled because it was supposed to happen outside and it was cold and fucking windy. So, yeah, so I watched it again with these guys. Uh, I enjoyed it again. Uh, like, there's just a bunch of stupid jokes in it that I love. Um, like, the whole like up and coming actress being changed to a coming actress and the oh, he's he's too prideful to ask. And he's like, I am literally down on my knees. See, here's a picture. <laughs> Just stupid shit like that always makes me chuckle. And, I mean, the kills were decent. Um, there was some fun gore in there. Um, I could tell that the the red killer was a woman from the moment they introduced her onto the stage. But I didn't, I didn't catch on that it was the, uh, the sister until they revealed it. So that was at least mildly shocking to me. Um... No, I I think it's worth watching, especially if you just want a good laugh. Like it's not gonna like blow your hair back. It's not gonna you know. It's it, apparently it won one award, but it's probably not gonna win any more awards. Um, but it's it's still a fun, enjoyable movie. If you can, especially if you can see it for free, like if it's just streaming somewhere for free, give it a watch. It's worth your time. So what are we watching next week, Chris? I think we're watching *Malignant*. Yes, no! that's just yes. No. That's yes. A, 
Yes. No. We're watching the other one the week after when I am guaranteed to be around. Oh, I'm a stupid. You are a stupid. Yeah. Just because you yeah. can't no. a horse, you fuck. Burp, 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 no. burp, burp. But thank you, Bite Beans, for suggesting it. We Bite will beans. watch Malignant. Yep. Because both Bitems and Toe Beans watched it. So I could give away I, his information too. Please don't. I think. I won't. <laughs> no. So I figured I would just portmanteau them into bite beans. That's fair. It's better than toems. Oh God, yes. <laughs> so what if other people want to whatever the fuck? How would they do that? I don't fucking know, man. What do you want from me, horse stuff? I want you to do the one thing I expect out of you <laughs> over the last like eight plus years. You can find us at the Slaughterhouse because we're Princess Book. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com and find out all kinds of crap. You can email us directly, even though no one does anymore, at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us all over the damned internet, like Google and YouTube and iTunes and iHeartRadio probably and Stitcher and Twitcher and all that mess. Um, no more Twitter. Uh, we got a SHP podcast at Reddit dot slash org. It's not really there. It's it exists, but probably. Um, store Patreon and Discord dot Slaughterhouse Princess. Come on down to the Discord, everyone. Have a chat with us. We like to chat on the Discord. And yeah, we have fun. Patreon, which thank you, existing Patreons. If you get on the Patreon, you can get on the Patreon Discord. And man, do I ever post some stupid shit when we're doing the show. Yeah, it's real this stupid. This is true. It is yep. it's really stupid. Is it real fucking stupid? Real fucking high on stupid. <laughs> but yeah, we're Slaughterhouse Princess and all that mess. Yeah, so come back next time for Malignant. And while their podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye.